0: This week's Shanaim Yomi Aliyah Summaries and Dvar Torah are Leiloy Nishmas Yaakov Reich, Yaakov Alexander, Ben Yitzchak, ben Tzvi Yitzchak, Sichrona Livracha. Yaakov was not just a member of my shul, congregation-based feel of Woodmere, but he was also a partner in all the great things that we do in the shul, and a good friend. He taught us all a lot about life and Yiddishkeit, and he left a very special legacy to his wonderful family. May his neshama have an aliyah. I just want to begin by wishing a tremendous Yashikoach to all of those who are participating in this incredible initiative called Shnayim Yomi. We know we have a mitzvah, we have an obligation to do Shnayim Ikrav Yechatargum to learn the weekly Parsha uh, each and every week. And the, this method of doing it Shnayim Yomi to do a little bit each day, to stay connected to the Parsha Shavuot each day, is an incredible, incredible thing. So, Yashakoach to you and keep up the great work and the great connection to the weekly Parsha. <clears throat> I want to share one thought from Parsha's Baaloscha. And, you know, very often we see things in life in Yiddishkeit that are challenging and hard, and we kind of throw in the towel. We give up even before we try. To say the whole psukhadah zimra, it's so hard. To say that long vihu rachum, I can't do it. To learn the entire Seder, I can't. To go to learn after work, to go to a shiur after work, I can't do it. It's too much. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to focus. Forget about it. I'm not even going to try. <clears throat> and I think in Parshas Baaloscha we learn how terrible of an attitude that is for a Jew. A Jew can't have such an attitude. In Parshas Baaloscha, as we discussed, we learn about the parsha of Pesach Sheni. And there were a group of Jews that were tamay, that were ritually impure, and they came to Moshe Rabbeinu and they said, Moshe, we're impure, we can't bring the Karban Pesach, what should we do? And Moshe Rabbeinu consulted with the Kodesh Baruch Hu and Kodesh Baruch Hu came back and said, they can bring a Pesach sheni." But Rashi says that these people had a suggestion for Moshe, they said, Moshe, you know what, while, we're, while we are still tamay, we'll bring the carbon. we won't eat it yet we'll sprinkle the blood and purify ourselves, and then we'll eat the carbon when we're tahor, when we're pure. How about that? Rav Moshe Feinstein asks that there's an explicit gemarim p'sachim that tells us that a carbon that's brought in that manner is possible, is invalid. What were they thinking? They weren't going to be Yotze the mitzvah of carbon Pesach. They wouldn't be able to do it. Why would they even make such, such a suggestion? Says Rav Moshe, we see from here that they wanted to be involved in this mitzvah of carbon pesach in some way, shape, or form. They knew they weren't going to be yotzei. They knew that it would not be a valid carbon, but they wanted to be involved in some way, even if it wasn't going to be perfect, even if it wasn't, even if they weren't going to be yotzei. They wanted to be involved somehow, some way in this mitzvah. <clears throat> Person is at the seder. And they, for whatever reason, medical reasons, other reasons, they can't eat the proper sheer of matzah, of wine. What do you do? Do you not do any of it? Because you can't have the proper sheer No. You do a little bit. You stay connected to the mitzvah. That's the idea. Moshe Rabbeinu, we know, was commanded to set aside three are Mikla, three cities of refuge, east of the Yard and east of the Jordan River, for those who had killed inadvertently to run there. But we're told, Chazal tell us, that those three cities were ineffective until the three cities in Eretz Yisrael were to be established. Why would Moshe want to get involved? He's not going to see this to fruition. He's not going to see his cities being effective until the Bnei Yisrael get into Eretz Yisrael and establish the cities there. Why would he want to do these? Chazal tell us because Moshe was Oev Kesef Yisba Kesef. Just like someone loves money, They'll never be satisfied with money. They want more and more and more money. So too Moshe Rabbeinu loved mitzvos. He was never satisfied. He always wanted more and more and more mitzvos. We have to have that same passion, that same love for the mitzvos, that we want to do whatever we can, to learn whatever we can, to do whatever we can, even if we're not going to do it perfectly, even if we're not going to be able to do it 100%. But to around, to grab to do whatever we can, while we have the ability to do it. Like I said so often, there are things that are just, they seem daunting, they seem challenging. Staying up all of Leil's Shavuos, we just celebrated Shavuos a couple weeks ago, to se- stay up all of Leil's Shavuos and learn, how am I going to do that? Whatever the case is, I once heard Rabbi Friend uh, say the Siyum Asha several years ago, I'm sure many of you heard it. My Friend quoted this saying, the expression, Perfection is the enemy of the good. Sometimes we want things to be perfect. And we can't. We see that there's no way to do it perfectly. So we don't do it at all. We throw in the towel. Don't do that. Do it. Do as much as you can. Chapa Grab whatever you can. That's what a Baruch Hu wants to see. That shows our passion. That shows our love. And if we hop and we grab and we try and we do. All the little bits. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will, will tell us, HaKadosh will say, I see how much my children love me, I see how much my children love my Torah, love my mitzvos. I love them in return, and I'm going to shower them with all the blessings in the world. May we all be showered with all of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's brachos in this world, and live wonderful lives with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, doing His mitzvos and learning His Torah for many, many years to come.